1: Hi guys, and Dave doing a silly face. Get it? Yep. <laughs> it's uh, definitely
2: recorded on the recording.
1: No Tori this week. Unfortunately, she has some personal stuff happening, but she should hopefully be back soon. Um, what do we do for this one?
2: You guys remember? With the, if if Tori's not here, I don't know.
1: Uh, we lost our guidance. Craig, why don't you make something up to fill some space until we can get to chapters?
2: Well. I I would like to talk about something that's good, but I do have some slight bad news. Uh, I'm behind on my reading again. (laughs) But that's because of my good thing this week. uh, Because I finally... uh, Two good things. One, I finally finished book 11 of Cradle. um, So I'm eagerly awaiting the 12th book of that. But my good thing this week is the Arcane Ascension series, which has been my good thing repeatedly before. Uh, The fourth book just came out, which is The Silence of Unworthy Gods. Uh, it's it's good. It's still good. Uh, I can't put it down. So that is the reason why I, I didn't catch up. Despite having like two weeks to catch up, I did not. <laughs> so uh, Arcane Ascension, for those of you who don't know, uh, the, the original idea is that the author, Andrew Rowe, he wanted to sort of do a dungeon diving type story, uh, a la, uh, ac- according to the wiki, a la Azure Dreams, which I think Dave is familiar with. Uh, But thinking games like roguelike tower, exploration games like Rogue Legacy or uh, Hades or something like that. So that was the sort of intention of it originally. So it is a bit of a heavier magic system, which is nice as being fans of Sanderson. You guys be familiar with it. It goes a little bit about the mechanics of the magic and, and what's happening and things like that. Really cool. Like I said, this is the fourth book in the series. And honestly... The third book was okay, but it was a little different. The fourth book is very much like a return to form, so I, I appreciate it. I'm on board. It's good stuff. Recommend if you're fans of Sanderson, which I believe you are, if you're listening to you talk right this second, uh, you should definitely check out Andrew Rowe, the Arcane Ascension series. The first book is sufficiently advanced magic. The fourth book that just came out is the Silence of Unworthy Gods. Uh, probably read all of them. Don't don't like don't jump to the fourth book. So there you go.
1: All right, uh, Dave. What's your fill space until we do chapters this week?
0: My good thing this week is Sri Yeshundu Janmichi Rayilo. How about you, Mike? Was that backwards?
1: Uh, yeah. So no. my my fill space until we had do chapters this week is uh wait, wait a I second, just Dave just didn't explain decided. what that was.
0: I should explain what this is. So. Uh, My family had Christmas dinner on the 26th, so I went to an Indian family's house for Christmas dinner on the 25th, and they sang a Christmas song in their native tongue, and I don't remember what it was, because there are hundreds and hundreds of languages in India, and the only one that I can say is Hindi, and it wasn't that. Um, But I'm Sri Yasundu Janmichi Reilo, it was uh, really lovely. They, they sang it and he played it on guitar. And I looked it up on Spotify and it wasn't spelled the same. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to spell it for you. Uh, I thought I posted a link to it in our Discord server, but I can't find it. Oh well. Anyway, Indian Christmas music was, uh, was really cool. I, and I enjoyed, obviously, the food's really good. And they had this dessert. Uh, the end.
1: Alright, uh, so yeah, my my good thing this week is... I got a bunch. First off, Secret Project number one came out today. Did you guys get your downloads? And by you guys, I mean just Craig, because Dave has to wait. Uh, give Aww. me a minute I and I will tell Kickstart. you. Uh, I didn't
0: even know about the Kickstarter. When did this happen?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, the wife and I went to the symphony to see Ghostbusters uh, on the 30th, and that was a lot of fun uh where they played the movie up on the projected screen. I told you guys about this for the Princess Bride last year, around this same time yeah. last year. Um but this time we saw Ghostbusters and they played the music and yeah, it was really good. And I Did had you know?
0: Yep. Uh Ghostbusters came out the same day as Did it really? Yep.
1: Okay. Uh I don't know that it counts for a sequel, but Ghostbusters is better than Gremlins. <laughs> I can I can definitively say that. Uh, if you're wondering for more context on this, check out our patron-only episode of Superior Sequels on Gremlins that we just recorded yesterday that I haven't released yet at the time of recording, but I definitely will by the time this is out. Uh, let's see, in addition to that, uh, RRR on Netflix finally has an English dub, so I can watch that without having to like actually pay attention to it. Which is my preferred way to watch movies is not paying attention to them, just sort of having them on and looking up sometimes from my phone or game or something. Dave looks really confused right now. Do you not know what RRR is, Dave? Okay,
0: that's the guy that wrote Game of Thrones, right?
1: Yeah, that's the one. Uh, no, it's it's a it's a like historical action movie. What if of like if these two like people from India's history had met and were best friends and fought the British, but it's real good. Uh, do I have yet another thing to... I don't think I do. Well, good news. Uh, I
2: just downloaded the Secret Project 1. Yay! Yay.
1: All right, I think we've uh, stalled enough, and Dave can do chapters now. But Craig didn't read. Boo, Craig. From what?
0: But Craig's favorite character is the star of Interlude. Wait, what? Odia. Ah, oh, um, I hate so, that guy. chapter Interlude 4, 5, 6, and the beginning of part... Three. Yeah. Which? Uh, so let's go ahead with Interlude Four, entitled "Vire." Oh, I hate that guy. No, you're thinking of Moash. <laughs> oh, I hate there, that guy. Is there a uh, is there a, like a separate subreddit subreddit called r slash uh, fudgevire?
1: Not that I'm aware of, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a bunch of subreddits out there.
0: I think that's the. Uh, Italian name for Count Chocula. Fudgefire. Chapter... For someone who is odium, this guy sure doesn't have much passion. Odium crispies. Kaladin is a problem for many people. Moash never heard of heliocentrism. Dreaming Kaladin. Moash, that's messed up. There you have it.
2: So what happened, Craig? (laughs) For someone who is odium, this guy sure doesn't have much passion. Odium crispies. Kaladin is a problem for many people. Moash never heard of heliocentrism. Dreaming Kaladin. Moash, that's
1: messed up.
0: Are you copying off of the <laughs> wiki again? <laughs> the a Dave
1: wiki. All right, so this is, a, uh, this is a Vire chapter, formerly known as Moash. And oh, it
0: was a Vyre Moash, to call it?
1: Yeah. Uh, so what he's doing when there's not, you know, a Kaladin to try to talk into committing suicide uh, is he just sort of wanders around and finds the hardest labor he can and does it. Uh, but we start the chapter with him hucking his sword at a wall because do? because he saw Adolin do it once and he's like, I should be able to do that. Adolin could do it so I can do that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but in order to do what Adolin does, you have to eat chicken, uh, wear your mother's necklace, and talk to your sword. Yep. And, Veyer, and at,
2: at least one of those things he refuses to do.
1: Fire <laughs> absolutely will not eat chicken. It's, oh, yeah. It is a hard stance for him and he will not break that rule. Uh, this also is not the only time we're going to bring up chicken this week.
0: Maybe not even in th-
1: right. So yeah, Vire looks for the hardest labor he can. Uh, he's at one point unloading stone at a at like a work site where they're building houses for the deepest ones and. Like, while he's working, he's not really paying attention to what's going on around him. But once he finishes up, he's like, everybody's gone. What's going on? So he finds somebody. And the guys are like, Everstorm day. It's a half day. Recess.
0: They need houses for the deepest inside the rock.
1: Well, they can go inside the rock. They don't live there. But yes, also, they live inside the rock. That's the point of their houses is that they don't have floors. They just have stone. Uh, But yeah, Everstorm shows up. Uh, or Actually, Everstorm doesn't show up yet. Odium just starts doing a Virevision vision. And they have a whole conversation. And Odium's all like, That dreamy Kaladin guy sure is a jerk. And Vire's like, Yeah, he sure is. I'll I'll take care of him for you. And Odium's like, How are you going to do that? And Vire's like, I will haunt his dreams. Because that's something I can do. That's established, right? We've established that? That I can haunt his dreams? no. Okay, well, I guess I'm saying it now so I can haunt his dreams. Woo, spooky Vire.
2: Well, Odium can't haunt Kaladin. Who? V- Vire? Dreamy, Dreamy Kaladin. Odium. Dreamy Kaladin. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's his name? Dreamy.
0: What? There were other names he came up with. Gagadin. Gagadin. Uh, High Marshal's face. Another word. Of was that.
2: that the last one we did? There was one really recent. Name. Anyway, I mean, uh, Odium can't doesn't monster? have enough. That's connection. Uh, Odium doesn't have enough connection with Kaladin in order to. White sink into Lord, his High Marshal, Stormface. So he wants to like go through Vyre's connection he has with Kaladin. Ca- connection with a capital C. All
1: right, I know of at least one more name for Kaladin that I'm going to have before the end of part three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. um, roast beef.
1: Yep, that's definitely it, Dave. But I think that's the end of this uh, this interlude, and we move on to the next one.
0: All right, so there is an art page for Interlude Five of Cultivation Spren. They look pretty cool, and I made the note that Risen would have made a great Edge dancer, but now she's not allowed because Cultivation Spren are the masters of trade and shades. I mean, that's and that's
1: not her only deal. That's, are you being racist because she's Thalen?
0: What? I'm being racist because she's a master. I'm not being racist. The, well okay she's so, really wait, good at trade she is tra- really good at all trait. right craig craig's a computer programmer is it racist of me to say that craig can program <laughs> mike is just a jo- look at that grin <laughs> that mike has on his face right now
1: uh, how would people do that craig
2: oh hey thank you for asking mike so uh you can drop down on our patreon at patreon.com slash wait so close Cast. <laughs> what did i say patreon patreon okay. thank you this is flawless. This is this is great. Great product well, people place right here.
0: People know what Patreon is, though.
2: So I, um, um anyway, uh you're welcome yeah, just to, to, to just drop head to it
1: Patron. <laughs> Patron.org <laughs> slash Wait. castcosm.
2: You're welcome to drop a, a couple Wait. bucks our way, and you're welcome to watch our live recordings. It's, and it's, you can now t- a see tequila Making a nonprofit organization? You can now see our it's webcams as you watch us as as you watch me fail at making pronunciations and as you watch Mike gloat as he uh messes with our heads. So, that's cool too. But hey,
0: play with whatever toys happen to him
2: You're also welcome to just join our Discord for free. The link is there uh, at the location that I previously mentioned on whatever that website happens to be and come and hang out and chat and we have some fun times.
1: And if you want to hear us talk about I don't know, some movies that have sequels that may be better than the originals, uh then you can also do that. And our latest one that'll definitely be out by the time this episode's out is about gremlins who may also be goblins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Groblins? <laughs>
1: You'll
2: have to listen if you want to understand.
0: Oh, was there... There was a cartoon, Gremlins, right? They could have called it Gremlins. Uh, there, isn't,
1: there isn't yet. I looked it up thir- more thoroughly after we got done recording. There isn't one yet. There was supposed there to be in 2022, but it's not out.
2: I thought there was oh, a 90s cartoon,
1: a... though. Was there?
2: I don't know my memory, which they is had faulty, attack says of the yes. killer
0: tomatoes. They did. Cartoon. All right, are we done? Good thing. Let's, can we do the chapters? Yeah, let's, let's do, do some interlude chapters. five. Yeah, let's talk Lift. about risen. Uh, she's a tradeswoman, so I think that her ideals would probably align with Sprint, but uh, she's not allowed to bond to Sprint because she has the Dawn Shard now. So. It's not about trade, people
2: being good with with cultivation spread and being good edge dancers. Specifically edge dancers are about not forgetting people. I think Risen would be good at that cuz she's very good about forming the connection people mm-hmm. and and fostering that type of That's,
0: relationship. That's It's part of being a merchant, but yeah. yeah. I th- I think her
1: Babs the stim, right? That was her Babs. Yes. Yep. I think he would have been a way better edge dancer though.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was all about that. Yeah. Alright, Chapter Interlude 5 Lift. Lift, you're not allowed to drink wine. That better be sparkling cider. Lift is basically Yogi Bear now. <laughs> New Hukumaki-a Kid leaves Lift a yar of yam. What kind of radiant would a dummy sprint von? Lift is supremely Blargelgorf. Is Lift the girl from Aliens? Wait, is that Kaladin's Picard's flute? i'm just kidding you guys i know <laughs> i know it's actually called kaladin's the inner light all right <laughs> <Kaladin's> Inner Light. <laughs> <laughs> lift wasn't supposed to change but she got taller lift couldn't become awesome but at least she's conscious chicken fight how is a parrot beating up a phoenix lift can heal herself and a phoenix owl some guy shows up Glad to hunt Lyft. Crazy, probably.
2: Can, can I try
1: to interpret these? Uh, I tried to you get you guess. to do that for the last one, but you were like, no, I'm I just couldn't do the these. last one.
2: The last one was hard. I think I could do this one, though.
1: Uh,
2: so from, from what quest. I remember, Lyft is like living in the tunnels and stuff, like in and under Aretharoo. And she's basically stealing food, which I think she's stealing picnic baskets.
0: Is that why she's Yogi Bear? <laughs> that might be okay. why. Basically, Craig. the chapter yeah. icon's a picnic basket.
1: Dave, come on. You guys got to be better than this. Pick a Nick baskets. A pick basket. I know how
2: to say it. Um, Apparently she's drinking some wine, but who knows what color it is. Uh, You might know if you uh, actually read the that's chapter. That's a good point. I did. Uh, she she must call. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm assuming she calls Wendell a dummy sprint. And that's where you're like, gee, I wonder
0: what that radiant would be. And. yeah, yeah. Largo Gorf is quite an insult, so... No, that's just how she's feeling, because she doesn't know how to process Gift's affection for her. Okay. So, what would what would their ship name be? Lift? Gift? Maybe Glyft? Glyft. Yeah, Glyft. Glyft, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: I don't know. I didn't watch Aliens, so I don't know if Lift is the
0: girl from Aliens and what that means. They mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, anyway. Well, you know you know the the part of this scene where Lyft has, a, like, a doll's head, and that's, like, her most treasured possession? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Craig didn't read the chapters week. I'm sorry. Spoiler.
2: So so the whole thing is that she's thinking about how she wasn't supposed to change. That was her request that she made of Cultivation, uh, which is, I think this is the chapter we find out that it was actually Cultivation she spoke to and not the Night Watcher,
0: so... This is, um... I, there probably was suspicion before this. This is at yeah. least where Windle finds it. Okay. So
2: her request was to not change so that way her mother would always remember her as she was. Um, and she's really upset that she's still continuing to grow. So she's like, what gives? This, this isn't how this is supposed to work. She's a bit annoyed and upset, and she's a teenager, so some things right um, Maybe she
0: hasn't grown, like, emo- or uh- Yeah. Uh, apparently,
2: maybe... P- uh, and Picard's flute just happens to be there. So uh...
0: Yeah, so she's like living inside the wall space, you know, like the little girl from Aliens. And she just has this random of assortment of trinkets and food and odds and ends. And there just happens to be a flute in her pile of stuff. And we know someone who lost a flute. And flutes, I think, are rare on Roshar from, from what we were told when it was first presented to us.
2: It's not it an
0: instrument like... we typically see. It would be a good instrument. You just have to leave it out in a high storm and it'll play itself. They probably have player flutes, like at the entrance of saloons. it's have the oh, dude, that would be, would be pretty cool. And there's
2: like a storm every like two, three days there, so you get music all the time. Uh, all so, right, scroll down.
1: Hold up, there is a very important thing that we learn in this in this interlude. Dave, did you catch the very important thing that we learned?
0: Yeah. Would you like <laughs> to share? Craig didn't read the, the chapters, so you should probably tell him. Yeah, Mike.
2: What did we find out?
1: Okay uh that lift didn't meet the nightwatcher lift met cultivation
2: yeah we just said that but also did she meet nightwatcher at all no <laughs> no yeah she she bumped in uh, cultivation granted
1: her yeah. wish cultivation well, did they've... the same thing with her that that she did with eleanor
2: well yeah the Dalinar important meant thing but... was
0: that cultivation supposedly wasn't going to intervene and windle was like uh that's weird i guess she intervened more than she said she was going to do Hmm. Interesting. How, why would it why would a chaotic deity do such a thing as say one thing and act alternately?
2: Wait, you're saying cultivation isn't lawful?
1: Are you saying that cultivation is actually preservation uh with a wooden mask on? <laughs> uh, Wait,
0: preservation's a southern skadrian? <laughs> Technically, okay. at least half yes. I want to roll back cuz <laughs> people are going to be listening like wow, there's some well, the work going you think on here. about that they they're so said... wrong. Well, Seyzed is from northern Skadriel. That's where the Terrace lands are, right? But he yes. also rearranged the whole planet, so maybe he kind of is from southern oh, Well, I was,
1: I was thinking more um, Laris, so, so not at all Skadrian, but so sort Dave,
2: of. So, uh, Dave, well, and also anyone else, you can look at the map uh, in in that we have in the um, Era 2 Mistborn, and you'll actually see that the Terrace mountains I'm not mountains allowed are, to read that yet. <laughs> you've you've read the other books you just haven't read the latest and that's fine um, the, the the to the north the terrace mountains is so whatever says did to rearrange the mountains from what we know he returned them to the way that they were before like the, the tilt and everything of the planet was returned to the way it used to be before the Lord ruler messed with them so the terrace mountains are still to the north. I, I I know that he did some rearranging because he put people in the caches and they ate some shuffling. There was definitely stuff that was happening, uh, but that's I think essentially they what ate happened. Cashews. So I think the terrorist people have always been northern scadgery. All right. Um. Anyway, so returning to Lyft. Uh. So yeah, we we talked about how she was complaining that she's getting older. She she always wanted to be a little kid and now she's becoming a big kid. Uh. And then she suddenly loses access to her powers because you know the, the thing is happening so she can no longer be awesome. However she wasn't knocked out which is a, an important distinction. So she is still conscious. Um so she's highly
0: invested. Right. Uh which makes sense. Yep she she's a eat, right? she
1: is a Hylian.
0: You got it Dave. She just ate, correct? Like And she's wearing a Zora's vest so she can breathe underwater.
2: <laughs> it's it's no wonder she's highly invested if she just ate some food. Yes, absolutely. Um Then there's a chicken fight. Uh, There's two, uh, at least from her perspective, chickens that fight each other and one loses. So she tries to heal it, but of course she doesn't have access to her power, so she can't. Um, But then she does. Okay, well. She does heal it. I I don't know the rest. Uh, Does someone pop up? What what happens? She
0: can't heal it at first, but she's just like, basically she she blows into it and that makes it heal. And then the title screen comes up, but her save file was, (laughs) i.e. the feathers didn't grow back. Okay. But she is, with difficulty, able to heal the phoenix owl.
1: And then, yeah, there's a green chicken and a red chicken. Lift, lift takes the red chicken.
0: Uh, but Yeah, the red chicken, she calls it a void bringer.
1: But the green chicken's dad shows up. Is that is that Mareze? <laughs> well, we've seen one person on this entire planet with a green chicken.
2: But, and Scars. Was that Mareze?
1: Literally one person on the entire planet with a green chicken.
2: That sounds like Mareze. See? Whatever the heck his name is.
1: Nope, it's that one guy that uh, Risen White? met back in an interlude, back in her interlude in Way of Kings. No, I'm kidding. It's So, Marais.
0: I'm <laughs> guessing that this red chicken also has some sort of like kookerly power or something. An AVR? That would be a so guess. Tight. Well, she calls it a Void Bringer, so it has to have some kind of investiture in it, because you know Lyft doesn't call just anything a Void Bringer.
1: All right, Dave. Let me let you in on as much as we know about this. You already know everything we know about this. The end.
0: Well, until Edge Dancer Two comes out.
1: <laughs> these okay, so yeah, guess is these are probably AVR, and Mrazi's probably got one, and the the dead person that the chicken and lift go find was almost certainly he was the a original. a by the way? Probably a feruchemist. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably also had an AVR.
0: And now Lyft has an AVR. We think, but what powers? Hopefully, yeah. hopefully she doesn't need it. It didn't give. Uh, it doesn't give the power of making sure you don't die, like Cokerly, or uh, whichever. One.
1: That was the other. Cokerly was the cl- was the AVR classic, which is basically a copper cloud bird. Uh, you're thinking of Sack. I think that was the name of the other bird. That was like a blackbird of some sort, crow, raven, something.
0: Uh, I only only remembered the one name.
1: I just actually got to reread these because uh, Red asked me to do an episode of Wordless where we went over Six of the Dusk, which was great. Cool. And I've got some stuff for it in spoiler time when we get there. But for now, uh, yeah, they're they're chickens that might be magic chickens. We don't know.
0: I'm I'm assuming that Mrazi was after the metal mine.
1: Or maybe Mrazy was just after... Somebody else who isn't a ghost blood who
0: has off world powers because they know too much. You can't kill Chondras unless you're a green chicken. Uh oh. Actually, no, because the body's still there. You unplug the Chondra, then like turn into a wraith, right? Alright. Which, as we know, looks like a giant Kirby that doesn't. Oh man. All these Mistborn references in our Stormlight. Anyone ready for Interlude 6? Yeah. Right. Let's have it. Interlude 6. A boon and a curse taravangian is dumb and lonely renarin colon is invisible to the diagram what did his dad write it Heyo. oh <laughs> why is o- <laughs> oh
2: my god i just got that
0: <laughs> Heyo. it's a johnny carson reference <laughs> um right or is it or is it ed sullivan i think it was johnny carson uh No one knows. Someone will correct us in our Discord server. But we already plugged it today. All right. Why is Odium's skin glowing? Odium is afraid of Seth. I mean, Nightblood. Do what? Betrayal. Taravangian gives down or takes up. Whatever's funnier. (laughs) Which one did you pick, Dave? I chose not to decide, but I still have made a choice according to Rush. All right. So Um, what what
1: happened, Craig? (laughs)
0: All right, well, this is Tara Vanjian
2: having a a not-so-smart day today, Uh, and he, of course, more compassionate. He has the capacity to care today, Um, and he's thinking... See the meme in our Discord server. He's thinking about the the diagram and how Renarin and and the areas around Renarin on the diagram are blank. Like, they're, they're an unknown... And he's wondering what kind of effect that has. I don't think they're blank. I think they're more redacted. Yeah, something like that. And he's wondering if that's also true with how it looks to the future. Um, I don't know why Odium's skin is glowing.
1: I do. He moisturizes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think he bonded a spren. Like, that's what makes people's skin glow, right? Yes, that's the only way, Dave. That's it.
1: Wait, I have an alternate theory. Odium is pregnant.
2: Anyway, Odium is afraid of Zeth, I mean Nightblood, uh, because that, that's a current threat, and he's worried about what Nightblood can do, uh, aren't we all? And then I think he's talking about Taravangian doing the, the action that commits betrayal. I, I think that's what you're referring to.
0: Yeah, sending the order to betray the Coalition. Now, during before that happens, during Taravangian's conversation with Odium, Taravangian is... dumb Taravangian even is tricking Odium into revealing information through hubris um and he kind of realizes oh Odium is a god and has godlike powers but still has some human weaknesses here and there and this is where he realizes you're like oh he's afraid of Seth but and Seth and like the redacted part of Renarin is actually on Odium's quote diagram, not Taravangian's. Taravangian just doesn't have info on, on Renarin. So Odium's diagram has like the Renarin part blacked out, and then like Seth's name is like really close to it. And Taravangian, through that figures out that Dalinar secretly brought Seth onto the mission and that Seth is not locked away in his cell, uh, and has been replaced by a hey boy. Uh and then Yeah. Then <laughs> then they had, then he sends the order. His order just says like that. Okay.
1: And th- so Terravangian's revelation about Odium being a person with Gloaty needs is almost identical to uh what Vin figures out about ruin at the in Hero of Ages.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's almost like these shard holders were once human or human-like. So, um, and, and because Taravangian was with Dalinar and co, they capture him and he doesn't put up a fight. So he takes up.
1: That's... nope.
0: He gives down. Where does he give down?
1: Uh, Taravangian, on successfully tricking Odium very, very slightly, is like, You know what? I'ma keep fighting. Because smart Taravangian is a dum-dum.
2: He did, yeah, that's sure. He doesn't give up on that, but he does give up to down and Co. and goes to jail because he
0: betrayed. So, what's the opposite of give up? Is it give down or take up? He takes up. Okay, Mike, you, know, you like agree take up arms? You take up the cause. Instead I feel of give
2: like, up.
1: I feel like I'm contractually obligated to disagree with Craig, but I actually <laughs>
0: feel like it is take up.
2: What? Hold on, let's read the fine print there. Maybe there's a subset of when (laughs) Craig is actually right. I don't have to decide. We should
0: have Vin read the contract for us.
2: She doesn't read
0: these things.
1: She'd have to burn pewter to hold that paper up, Dave. You know that's asking far too much. Come on.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. I'm so glad we can
0: reference books that we did like three years ago. This is great. (laughs) Especially the best book in all the Cosmere.
1: Oh, Texas Blade, who is listening along because he's a patron and he can and you can too, if you become a patron, we already did the plug, Uh, says, what? You think people willing to steal godlike power would be megalomaniacal?
0: All right. (laughs) I think they might be. And so does Tara And that brings us to the end of interludes. And now that we're done interludes, we can start part three. Part three is entitled Songs of Home. And we have viewpoints from blah, blah, blah. Eshenai, Her Majesty Queen Yasnikolon of Alethkar, and Renarin, and none of the Shadesmar team. So, uh, have fun and in lasting integrity, guys. I hope Adolin, I hope Adolin's trial goes well. Well, we, we uh, know he what did, happened. did kind of murder a high prince, but we'll see what happens.
2: Adolin was thrown in jail, and he has to rot in jail for like a month. We're fine.
0: He already did that with, with hot baths and catered food, but <laughs> he did it. It was the <laughs> thought that counts. Yeah. All right, so chapter forty-four, Tinder waiting for the spark. I didn't know that website was still around. Is it?
1: You mean Spark dot com? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been there in years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were they the same ones that made the free Cliff Notes online when I was in high school? Spark. That notes. was that was Spark Notes. Spark Notes. Were they related to the Spark dot com? I don't know. I
1: don't. I don't even. I assume that's a website, but I don't know what that.
0: Alright, uh, so regarding the epigraph, I checked page one of Rhythm of War, and all it says is the title of the book. I I don't know interlude is supposed to be quoting, because it's not Rhythm of War. Or is Maybe it? Maybe it's the Rhythm of Alright, Quentin Tarantino is jealous of Sanderson's foot thingy. Thoughts are <laughs> dangerous. A
2: foot thingy.
0: Kaladin gets pursued. Joke room. Sibling to the rescue. Kaladin finally takes a nap. Oh, wait. Okay, hold on. I could
2: talk about joke rooms. So, for those of you who might be familiar, Dave and I play video games. Um, I know we never talked about it before. But <laughs> a
0: video game. You're finding
2: out now. And when we would do randomizer, back when we were still learning like how to play Link to the Past randomizer and stuff, uh, there would be joke rooms, according to Dave, where they would be these rooms that he would wander into, and there's nothing there. It plays no point. Nothing it's there. a dead end.
0: And it's, it's like, oh, a it's a joke room. <laughs> There's a lot of those linked to the past, especially in uh, Turtle Rock. Yeah, but yeah, they're actually they're all over the. There's one in Thieves Town.
2: I like the one in Mire, though that you have to use a key to get into.
0: Not that I don't think you
2: ever went into that one. Yeah,
1: Eastern oh, Palace's oh. dark or Eastern Palace's joke room had money in it.
2: Dave, were you the one who always went in the Meyer and you always went to the joke room where it's like looking at the the bridge where the vanilla key is? It's <laughs> <laughs> like there it is. I want to be over uh. there. Hey, Mike, what's this chapter about?
1: Uh, It's about Quentin Tarantino being jealous of Sanderson's foot thingy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure.
2: Are you stealing Dave's spark notes again?
1: (laughs) All right. So what happens in this chapter? Actually, what happens in this chapter is Kaladin is trying to run away. He's carrying Teft. He's running out of stormlight. He's Silphrena is trying to guide him around, but she doesn't know where she's going. He's running out of stormlight. He ran out of stormlight. He's tired. He's carrying Teft. He's tired. He forgot to grab a weapon. All he's got is a scalpel and he's tired. And there's enemies everywhere and he's tired. Is this tired Dreamy Kaladin? He's so tired, Craig. Uh and then Soon he'll be dreaming Kaladin. And then when all appears to be lost, but it can't possibly be because this is the start of part 3 and not the end of part 3, uh we get a signal from what we now or what we know from earlier in the book as the sibling, pointing Kaladin to a chunk of garnet in the wall that he can put some few, some stormlight in. He's got a couple of gems left, and that opens a door, and he goes through, and he goes up some stairs, and he goes through another door, and it's completely dark, and he passes out. It's a joke room. Yeah. It's a heart Hello. recovery room,
0: Craig. The no, joke no, no, no. room I was referring to was the dead end where he was about to get trapped before the sibling intervened. You don't yeah. use
2: heart recovery groups in Randomizer.
1: It's a joke room. It's it's the refill station in Super Metroid. Mm, that might get you. Texas Blade says it's a save room, but you don't save mm. in a Randomizer. You you especially don't save in, in a uh, Super Metroid speedrun. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> not
2: even when you're on GDQ. Definitely don't save. Nope. It's a speedrun. Mm. Maybe if
0: it's RB yeah.
1: Well, if you're if you're playing in GDQ, you have preset saves for likely deaths, so that you can just jump back in and, and go. That's to make it marathon. Hmm. The joke room is the room across the hall from where he was actually supposed to go. And
2: Cowden gets pursued by the pursuer eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of people chasing him. One of them is the pursuer, which Silphrena hmm. tries to tries to get him to go off the wrong way, but doesn't work because he pursues. So, what about that next chapter,
0: Dave? the final chapter of this week's chapter number 45 a bold heart a keen and crafty mind nine years ago the most important discovery a woman can make is the next the river is like broad street in philadelphia you just gotta do surprise to be discovered stuff sometimes (laughs) humans (laughs) humans always ruin nature switch perspective yak slim it's kind of sad realizing how sharp Yaxlam was in the past. Dad left to find the evil weather machine and buy a pack of cigarettes. And before they make and I the first war form. How are there five without war form? We have work form, mate form, art form, dull form. And then, like, sport form or jock form what? or agile form or nimble form was, like, <laughs> another one. But then there's also, um, so is there, like, a scholar form, too? So... At this point, there's I know they haven't discovered war form yet, so maybe they don't have a dull form on five. I thought, I thought well, they, they
2: have a dull form. That that's like a gimme. Uh, they have a mate form because otherwise they wouldn't have babies. Mating. I think they have a work <laughs> form, but that's essentially no mate it. form. No, no mate form. Uh, and I th- I think they have a work form. So they only have those. So there is well, they five. They definitely
0: have. So they definitely have work form. And they and they at least know about dull form and they and Venley comments on it and mate form. So like the kind of like uh, zeitgeist of the listeners at this time is like, no, we only need work form and mate form, no other forms. So th- they have a the five, which like gotta have five forms, even if some of them are deemed unnecessary i guess
2: well so the five is just a title for the five rulers or the five elders that were but th- i thought they were supposed to have one of each form well they do that now but this was nine years ago they don't do that well, they now, don't Craig. do it
0: now <laughs> right now we know of two listeners i don't even think they have five okay. to make a five correction
2: uh as of way of king there were five different forms
1: uh texas blade says they have nimble form they
2: have nimble, nimble
0: form, form. Okay, I could see, I could see Venley discovering scholar form, or I could see maybe I made that one up and it was never a thing. The, they
2: they were using nimble form as the scholars back in. Uh, Wait,
0: they had they had jocks pretending to be scientists. Nimble form, yeah, well, the jocks are the are the war form. I thought is nimble no, form. The war form are the soldiers. Nimble form are like the the nimble ones. You know, like the ones that are good at athletic stuff. Okay, war nimble form good at fighting. Here, let, let me quote. Is, Nimble form has a delicate touch, gave the gods this form to
2: many. Though once def- defied by the gods, they were crushed. This form craves precision and plenty. So it's just, you're really good at being precise. That's all nimble form is good for. It's good with so dexterity. what sets
1: it apart from art form? There is no art form.
2: There's, yeah, there isn't. Try- Venli was trying to find an art form originally. Uh, and then she got storm form instead. And okay. that... Led to nothing bad, and no one died.
1: Remember when and I was having her Warform guys try to do painting, and she was like, here, paint these flowers, and they just made brown?
0: <laughs> oh. oh, like kindergartners. When you give them finger paints, they just make everything brown.
1: Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, the thing I wanted to say about this one is the title of this chapter is almost too long to fit on the
0: like chapter heading. All right, anyway, I, th- I thought I figured it out with the five, whatever. Uh, didn't they have a scholar? Slim for- sings the excitement song. All 47 verses with bridges and cori and key changes. The whole shebang. Martianai, Martianai, Martianai. And that's the end of this week's chapter. Shout out to our older so, listeners there for that reference. Uh, all right,
1: so, I, I'll take this one because I definitely know exactly how the river is like Broad Street in Philadelphia. Having lived in Philadelphia <laughs> for my entire <laughs> life, <laughs> un- unlike these two posers here, who are who are of course in Wisconsin. Uh, so this is set nine years ago, presumably, if Dave can be trusted.
0: Hey, I just copied the bullet points.
1: So we start with Esh and I out exploring, uh, thinking about how all of her people complain about her exploring all the time, and how exploring is worthless, and she shouldn't do it, and who cares about how many hills there are or or how big the river is. Or what Broad,
0: Spre- Broad Street in Philadelphia is like. I just mean that if you can find Broad Street in Philadelphia, then you know where you are. Basically. Okay. I assume that you meant that
1: it was underwater all the time because of flooding. No. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Broad Street in New Orleans. Okay. Uh, and then the end of Esh and i's section is that she runs into some humans. And we certainly don't have the context to know which humans these are. Uh, we definitely haven't spent three entire other books talking about this meeting exactly, uh, but now we go to Venley, who is reading or not reading, who is singing for her mom, singing the the song of the forms, all ninety one verses of it, except that she switches two and she leaves out one, and she's when she gets told that she did it not quite right, but she actually did a really really good job for as long as she's been working on it. Uh, she's like, No, I'm terrible. I hate you, mom. I hate you. And I hate my big sister more because she should be doing this. But I have to be responsible because she isn't. And she's
0: not mad. That That's it. That's the chapter. Venli yeah. is not mad. That sounds that sounds a more. Ch- so they take, uh, so Yaxlam takes Venli to the five and she's, she hypes them all up. She sings the excitement song. And, you know, Venli's really, uh, eager to share her discovery of uh, possibly unlocking Warform. And then all of a sudden, like, the entire town bells ring and everyone goes crazy and is all, all real excited for Eshenai's discovery. Oh, yeah. And, the, the secret to and... Warform Venley thinks might be Painspren.
1: But that's chapters. Hooray! So, Dave, would you like to kick Craig out and we go to spoiler time?
0: Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, internet. All right, Craig's gone,
1: play the thing. Craig's gone, play the thing. Okay, Dave's gone, play the thing.
0: This concludes the spoiler-free section of our podcast. If you are, as I am, reading along for the first time, we recommend that you stop listening now, as the following will contain spoilers for not only this book, but for other Cosmere books as well. There may also be general spoilers from any other source material. Spoilers begin now. All right, so as I said,
1: I got to reread Six of the Dusk for... Uh, Wordless, which is Little Red Book's podcast. Shout out to Little Red Book. And having recently finished The Lost Metal, uh, I feel like there's a lot more going on there now. Uh, tell me more. Well, our original assumption was that the ones above are uh, Era Four Scadrians, right? Yes. Okay. I am very definitely revising that into much, much, much closer to the current timeline um, Bavidinians. So you don't think they're Scadrians?
2: I thought there not was the... another indication that told us they were Scadrians. Oh, you Ooh.
1: never read the preview of the... I think I did, but I don't remember anything from it, so I'm ignoring it. Um, okay. Because I so, think yeah, if... there were hints of allomancy in that. Well, that that doesn't necessarily refute not True. Scadrians because, it... you know, there is he- uh, hemallergy.
2: And there's also Scadrians that are working with autonomy.
1: Yep. So... Uh, so... My new take on the timeline is that what we were originally told is still true, which is that it is the furthest forward thing in the Cosmere as as of the time of writing. But now I'm thinking maybe it's not nearly as far forward as we thought. And instead, it's sitting in the just after um, Mistborn Era 2 and in the Stormlight Gap, rather than being like several hundred years ahead. That because puts the,
2: it fairly close then.
1: Well, that also explains why we're seeing AVR off planet already.
2: Well, so the AVR that we're seeing here, uh, we don't know why they're here. So I do want to talk about that a little because I was looking at the Coppermine wiki. I didn't remember Jerry, who's the red AVR.
1: Uh, isn't that the probably Ferukamus that we see in Venli flashbacks? So he's a definite
2: Ferukamus, and that that's that's all I know. Yeah, so. That's him. This is his aviar that um, Lyft is, is rescuing. And, of course, Marisi has the green one, as we know.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and we don't
2: know how they got access to it. We, so this is a Faroukimis who has access to an aviar, and he's here on Roshar.
1: So I'm thinking that these are both AVR classics, so they're just cl- copper cloud birds, because these are actually available pretty steadily on the mainland.
2: Well, so unfortunately, that is not correct. Uh, the red AVR has some sort of mind ability, which uh, apparently that was from a word of Brandon, a recent okay. word of Brandon, no less, uh, that it had a mind type ability. But it might have been messed with, uh, given the fact that they had to do some world hopping. So that might have done something. So it doesn't necessarily have that power right now, but that's I'm, it's not a wh- copper cloud bird.
1: What on earth do you mean mind ability? Because the way the, okay. way the AVR work could be by their vocabulary, a mind ability. It hides the mind. Uh so
2: according to the word of Brandon, Jerry, the Frugimus and Rhythm of War, did his AVR grant him physical abilities? That's the question. Brandon says, no, that AVR has mind ability. That's that's it. That's legit what Brandon said. So take I mean, that as you will.
1: That that still reads as AVR classic to me. You think Copper Clouds are mind ability? Because when I oh, think of The way they're described in Sixth of the Dusk like all of the hunters hunt by sensing minds. So okay. the AVR yeah. that block that would also be doing mind abilities to block their minds being able to be sensed. Right. So just And
2: according yeah. to the elementic table, copper clouds do fall under the mental umbrella. Like it's it's the internal version whereas like zinc and and brass are the external. Yeah, mental copper and bronze are the internal mental metals.
1: So yeah, Okay, this- maybe. This this still reads AVR classic. Like I'm I'm very willing to be you know told otherwise, but just with the information that you're giving me here, it doesn't okay. change anything for me. Okay. But it would be cool if we could see some other ones. I just don't because like six of the dusk is in in six of the dusk. That guy is the only one seemingly on the world who has figured out that other birds can be given powers. And right, since right. since that set furthest future that we've seen as of the publication of it it makes sense to me that we aren't seeing non-classic AVRs off-world yet right so so
2: so six of the dust the guy the guy he he definitely figures things out so from from our protagonist's perspective he figured it out however Marizi's AVR definitely seems different
1: we don't I know mean, what it can do it it was trained to hunt which presumably Mrazy just does that to everything he encounters. <laughs> um, um, but I I I don't know that we have enough to to assume that it has any powers otherwise. So I mean, just just having a copper cloud bird would actually be really useful in a lot of scenarios,
2: especially when you have access to a lot of different investors Yeah, which I imagine Marine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. After reading Lost Metal, so this is spoilers for Lost Metal. If you haven't read that yet. I I really don't trust the Ghostbloods that are acting on Roshar. I really think they're sort of up to their own thing. They they are not necessarily under Kelsier's direction. Uh, it's it's uh what's her name? Yaltil, e- like Ealtil. she who who's known as one of the twins. She's definitely doing things her own way. Like th- there's a task there certainly, but she she has her own interpretation of it, and it seems like. I, I just can't trust them. Like, they're more violent. They're definitely up to something. They don't like other world hoppers, clearly, from what's happening with this uh, AVR attack and what has happened before. So, yeah, I, I don't. The ghost bloods on Roshar are not good people.
1: I mean, I think this just tells me that uh, dead Farukamist is almost certainly not uh, a ghost blood, Or if he is, then he got he got mm-hmm. clear or Marizi got clearance to off him because he super did
2: interesting cuz he, he he's a mess. that doesn't necessarily mean anything uh, hemalergy
1: man like we know we know we we have absolute definite proof that bavadin is messing with hemology.
2: okay so so i don't want to go too much i mean i i agree uh, but I want to be careful of us going into that rabbit hole because I feel like it's easy just to assume that it's always hemalurgy that gives you access to powers. I'd rather take things on the surface where we hear someone is a Farukimus, then maybe we should assume that it's it's, uh, you know, it, that it's a terrorist born person. And that than...
1: that could absolutely also be the case. Like, um, it does not have control over, like, interplanetary travel on on Scadrial, like. That's super established in the letters. So there very definitely could be people going off world and he's not paying attention to it and he's not authorizing it and they're not working for him.
2: Yeah, and I, I want to know more. I want to know what's going on with the Chandra that are definitely not it's Chandra hanging out on Roshar, what they're up to, who they're working for, probably autonomy. I will, I will almost definitely say those Chandra are now probably under
1: autonomy. I mean, likely, but... Or...
2: Conjure could just
1: be a what like the most common form of of uh heallergic uh creatures. yeah heallergic being yeah yeah
2: I was just about to say they don't necessarily have to be on autonomy I think autonomy probably has figured out how to make conjure based on what has happened on uh schedule. like as of now as of Era two she probably knows how that is done uh whether she showed her people who knows but uh yeah it, it other shards might have found ways to create their own of conjure because hemilurgy is sort of eminent an, an investiture. It's not a ruin thing, although ruin himself has co-opted that form of investiture because he likes it. It's right up his alley. But in general, any anyone can use hemilurgy. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the basics are just based on investiture itself. So uh given the fact that we use hemallergic needles and hemallurgy to create beings like uh, the Chandra or uh, like the the Kolos, it, it should be a thing that could just happen um, unless it's something in particular about preservation's influence on humanity on schedule that creates these things. We just we don't have that information yet.
1: Hey, I wonder how many shard blades, like dead shard blades, are accidentally allergic spikes and nobody knows.
2: Oh! Huh.
1: Yeah. Because that is that is definitely an invested metal.
2: Yeah. But but it was invested before, like, so the spikes that are used for hemorrhage, they're not in, invested until they are spiked through a person, object, or whatever.
1: Well, I mean, we have we have adium spikes that are already established back on Scadriel, which admittedly is now no longer a pure god. Then why are you doing this to us? Anyway. It's an ATM
2: Electrum, but I, that doesn't necessarily mean it is filled with investiture. It might not have any investiture in it and that might be one of the requirements for spike it so it might there might be a problem with a spren being used to spike something cuz it's already heavily invested and it might not it might resist yeah. being getting more
1: that that's kind of why i wanted to lean more towards specifically the the dead swords the dead spren oh, just just because the they aren't they aren't making like they aren't conscious beings anymore right. and they aren't making that transition from from you know weapon to weapon to person
2: well they could still be invested though they still might be invested yeah. entities they still have certain properties attached to them uh I, I think aluminum still can sort of stop it if it's like a dull blade uh it still still can stop like they still have some investor type property i don't know I, I think it's fun to think about but i'm not convinced that they actually are able to. now regular sword there's probably a bunch of those that have turned into hemallergic spikes but again I mean-
1: that's that's probably true just across the Cosmere, but if you don't know what you're doing with it, then it doesn't go anywhere.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think you need to, like, stick it in blood or something quickly, or it just loses whatever. Yeah. You spiked it quickly. So. Um.
1: What do we have from this week's stuff? So, oh, yeah, we got Teravangian. We got dumb Teravangian working out a plot to overthrow a god.
2: The epigraphs? Uh, is, is this Rhythm of War that we're uh, listening to? Yeah,
1: we we only got one chapter, like just the first bit, because there's no epigraph for a for a, a prologue or not a prologue, a, a flashback chapter.
2: Right, but uh, even from the first one, it's talking about collaboration. We know Navani collaborates with the sibling, and th- that's essentially how they write the w- rhythm of war, isn't it?
1: No, that's her collaborating with uh, Raboniel.
2: Ah, uh, so th- so this is Navani. Navani's ep. Yeah. A- yeah.
1: Do you not remember this from your first read?
2: I vaguely, that's why I'm like, I, I knew Navani was involved with this. I just don't fully know.
1: So, the rhythm of war is just. Is Navani and Esh. or not Esh and I. Good lord. Uh, Raboniel. Navani yeah. and Raboniel working together to create Warlight.
2: Okay, so this this is what we're listening to then. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's their
1: what... combined notes.
2: Okay. Yeah, so this is the rhythm of
1: Which also leads them to recreate Towerlight. Uh, we haven't gotten, to the best of my knowledge, by the end of this book, a combo of life light and void light yet. Ooh, Texas Blade brings up a very good point. Can you imagine what a Spren holding a foreign piece of spirit web would look like in Shadesmar? Well,
2: spirit web is related to the spiritual realm, not in the cognitive realm. I don't I'd know like to that imagine like that. Anything.
1: I would like to imagine that if Sylphrena, a, learned about hemolurgy, and B learned about coloss, that she would stop looking like. Uh, a little, a little fairy girl, and look like a huge bulking. <laughs> she would just look like a coloss. Like I want to look like yeah. a coloss today. Yeah, she's already got the color scheme. <laughs> I I have to assume that she would just harass Kaladin with that constantly. Like, hey, I can you can you gather or can you spike like or can you kill like four more people and then stick me in a dead guy and then I'll be all like buff and boo. So I think. The sun that we see in
2: Shadesmar might actually be the spiritual realm. Since I don't remember the theory I had before, that's going to be the one I'm currently going with. So having access to a spirit web would mean probably holding strands of light, like something that's actively giving off light in the cognitive. Like off the top of my head, that's going to be my best guess.
1: So Texas Blade says, but it's investiture and spread are investiture with sapience and then hum. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm out of stuff. Oh,
2: unfortunately, I didn't read. Hopefully, I'll catch up next week. So, yeah, sounds good to me. Okay, then bye, everybody. Bye, Internet.
0: This has been the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at, at CosmereCast or like us on Facebook. Our theme music is Traveling Made Up Continents by Gillicuddy, used with permission. Hear more from him at the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening.